Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The rules continue to be something the New England Patriots work with as opposed to abide by. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're in for Greeny. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Canty, Kyrie Irving wants us to stop talking about where he will play next season. We'll get to that in just one moment, but we do have news coming over right now. And it is for tonight, and it involves the Miami Heat. Gabe Vincent out game five tonight, as confirmed by ESPN. Gabe Vincent out for the Miami Heat, as confirmed tonight, uh, as confirmed by ESPN. Yeah, not great when you turn your ankle the way that he did in game four, then you have to get on a plane to go to Boston right afterward. Probably not the best situation in terms of managing the swelling in that injury. That sucker's going to blow right up on you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is something that I actually anticipated in for a team as thin as Miami is with the players that they have in their rotation. Feels like it's laying the groundwork for the Boston Celtics to be able to climb back into this series with consecutive wins. So this now makes you more confident that the Celtics will take this back to Miami. Well, yeah, I'm absolutely picking the Celtics to win game five tonight. Will you With Gabe the, Vincent out, I'm picking the Celtics. The number's win. eight and a half, and I would think it might climb a little bit now with this news. Yeah, eight and a half, I don't know. I still think it'll be a game. Miami finds a way. Listen, they found a way to make game two with Jimmy Butler being out a game against the New York Knicks. Miami finds a way to make it a competitive game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but – I do anticipate that the Boston Celtics will will keep it rolling, that momentum that they were able to get in game four, and they'll win game five at home. Okay, so we'll have more on that as the hour rolls along. It's Canty and Carlin in Fort Greene on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, Series 6M, Channel 80. And Canty, Kyrie says he just wants us to stop talking about where he is going to play next season. Here he is on his Instagram Live yesterday. I just wanted to clear some things up, right? I'm a free agent this summer, but I am in no rush to make a decision. Uh, The speculation around my name from all these individuals that get on TV and have these personalities, you know, these platforms, and and I'm talking about the TV personalities, the, the sports folk that try to mix sports with politics and lifestyle. Like When they speak on my name and, and, and they're talking about potential teams that I'm going to can y'all please I respectfully like I'm asking please stop paying attention to that like I am in no rush to make a decision please 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 you want us to stop paying attention to you please retire yeah don't play basketball if you if you want us to stop paying attention or stop talking about you then say you're not playing anymore quit yeah ain't nobody gonna talk about you if you ain't playing no more no it'd be a non-factor but if you want to continue to play if you're going to continue to impact the NBA then it's our job to talk about you. We do our job all the time, unlike some people who don't show up for work and let their employers know that they're going to be gone for a while. We, we don't do that. We actually do our jobs. And a part of our jobs is speculating, especially when you're sitting courtside at Lakers games throughout the postseason. And, oh, by the way, the best player on the Lakers, LeBron James, you two actually won a championship together in Cleveland in 2016. So how the hell are we not going to connect those dots? What the hell are you talking about, Kyrie? This is just another one of those things that Kyrie does or says to get on my damn nerves. Kyrie goes out and says it on his Instagram live. Don't pay attention to me. 
Please just leave me alone. I mean, you wonder if it's one of those situations where he's begging for attention by saying, don't, don't say my name. Of course she is. Like, like he's begging for attention. I'm not in any rush to make any decision. And I know I'm going to have all of these suitors in free agency. You might have a lot of people that want you to come play for, for them. You're not going to have a lot of people that want to throw max money and max years at you to do so. Let's talk about that for a second. You should want people talking about where you're going. Maybe somebody else would actually want you. Maybe they wouldn't look at you as a constant distraction. Let's be clear about this. Kyrie Irving works in one place, and that's maybe, maybe works in one place, and that's with L.A., and that's with uh, LeBron James. It is not with anybody else, any other team in this league, including the Dallas Mavericks, that hands him a max contract or an expensive contract is out of their freaking minds and should just fold the franchise. Because clearly, you don't get it. When Kyrie says, don't pay attention to me, okay, I won't pay attention to you now. I'll pay attention to what you've done in your past. And everything in your past tells me I need to stay away, that I should get my own restraining order to keep me from 500 yards away from you because I want nothing to do with you if I want to win basketball. Just think about this for a second, big fella. The Los Angeles Lakers, a team that has the ability, ability to clear enough cap to absorb Kyrie Irving on a, on, a, on a close to max contract, they're exploring options internally for Trey Young to make a deal with the Hawks for Trey Young. Now, they ain't got nary a draft pick that's tradable. They don't. They don't have any significant assets outside of players to make a move for Trey Young. Yet, they're talking about the possibility of Trey Young, who was also courtside at Lakers games in the postseason, by the way, and a clutch client, by mm-hmm. the way. The fact that I didn't. They're exploring opportunities to trade for Trey Young rather than going down the road of Kyrie Irving right now. Think about that for a second. It, Kyrie is just money. They don't have to trade. It's just money with Kyrie Irving. And oh, by the way, I think he would want to be reunited with LeBron James. It's just money with Kyrie. They're willing to move heaven and earth to go down the road of Trey Young, a guy that don't play a lick of defense. They'd, really, they'd rather do that first before they decide they're going to sign Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie, Irving, Kyrie Irving is a fallback plan for a team that is desperate in the twilight of LeBron James's career to compete for a championship. And, and frankly, I still don't know how they could possibly do it. Like, what they have that is attractive to the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know how they would do it either, but they're talking about, yeah. they're talking about <laughs> how they could do it rather than talking about what life would look like with Kyrie Irving. Because I don't think they, I don't think they want to go down that road. And to be honest with you, we talk about how calculated LeBron James is, always with the ability to maximize his leverage to hold organizations accountable. He signs short-term contracts, one year with the player option after that, or two year with the player option after that. He does that in order to keep pressure on the franchise, to put a team around him that's capable of competing for championships year in, year out. How else do you go to 12 conference finals and 10 NBA finals? You don't do that without the organization being able to surround you with the requisite supporting cast. So I think LeBron James talking about or implying that he would potentially retire this offseason is about him putting pressure on Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, to do whatever it takes 
to put another star player around him, another impact player around him. Whether it ends up being Trey Young or Kyrie, it's to be determined. But I think the organization would be reticent to go down the road of Kyrie Irving, which is why LeBron had to apply maximum pressure. <laughs> and it's also why the Lakers let it be known that they're having discussions about Trey Young. Granny, presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. Canty and Carlin in for Granny. But wait, there's more from Kyrie on his IG Live. Stop mentioning me on Twitter. All y'all fan bases, stop mentioning me right now, please. It is still the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Like, or excuse me, Denver's going to the Finals. You know, we're still waiting for Boston and Miami. Can y'all please leave me this? Please, can I just be with my family in peace? Y'all got people at my dinner table discussing what my free agency plans are. <laughs> stop that. Y'all think it's funny. Please stop that. I, like, I actually like having peace of mind when I'm at the crib, right? Like, I, I see all y'all ads. I, I see all y'all mentions. Okay, I said it. I see all y'all stuff y'all be saying. I see all y'all memories. I get it. I get it. I'm just as excited as y'all are. But you got to chill, though. This is what, what I was talking about. You're not about. at the crib. You're at the game. Yes. That's why we're talking about. You are literally at the game. And we're not just talking about one game. You've been to several postseason home games for the Lakers. What are we talking about, dog? And if you don't want to talk about it, and you don't want people to talk about it, tough. Just delete the apps off your phone. Tell people you're having dinner with, I don't want to talk about it. We're not talking about that right now. That's it. It's not that hard. You want the attention. That's why you continue to say you don't want the attention. <laughs> it's amazing it's to laughable. me. It's laughable. It's laughable. And... For, for Kyrie. If you're a franchise, here's the thing. If you're a franchise, how do you feel about Kyrie doing that? Like, this is just another one of those things where it makes it hard to take this dude seriously. Chris. He's a phenomenal talent. Amazing basketball player. The best handles in the league. I mean, he's got the best finish package for any guard at the rim. He can break down the defense at, off the bounce at will. Like, he's, there's a lot to love about Kyrie Irving. No doubt one of the best players in the NBA. When he's right. But there's so many questions about the six inches between his ears. There's so many questions about what version of him you're going to get at this stage in his career. And that's why I don't know that it's a foregone conclusion that this is going to be something that the Lakers actually pursue. Without other extenuating circumstances, without getting in trouble with the law or any of that kind of stuff, which Kyrie does not do, Canty, it is amazing that he has positioned himself to be a player to run himself off from teams potentially with his ability. How many times do we talk about, well, listen, if, if you're a great player, somebody's going to give you a chance, right? Yeah. Like, can't, he's actually running out of chances. Yeah. I if he's th- not out already outside of the Lakers. Listen, uh, Mark Cuban has already let it be known that they're going to make a full-court press on Kyrie Irving. They're going to give him the most money. They're going to give him the most years. The question is, does he want to be there? And if not then are the places that he wants to go willing to give him anything remotely close to what the Dallas Mavs will be offering up? Eight ball says doubtful. Be interesting to see how it plays itself out. But he's talking about how he's so excited and he can't wait for it and all this other stuff. Let me tell you something. He's going to have to wait. It's going to be a slow-moving market if he's not going back to Dallas. I totally agree. And if he doesn't end up in L.A., boy, that's a mess. That, that is just a mess waiting to happen for whether he ends up in Dallas or anywhere else. And if I'm a team, like, I can't believe that I would 
be willing to sidestep a player of that ability who has not gotten in any real trouble but is just such a nightmare to deal with that I don't know if he's going to show up to work but he still wants to be paid? I'm sorry. And, and let's be clear about this. This is Kyrie's last big bite at the apple. So yeah. there's no guarantee that once you give him that guarantee that he's not going to disappear. He's not going to pull a disappearing act like he did in Brooklyn. Can't There's you, no guarantees. No, none at all. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, they did everything they could to enable him. They did. <laughs> they did everything. Didn't work out for Brooklyn. Didn't work out for Boston. What makes you think it's going to work out for you? The only thing that I would say would make me think it would work out is if you had LeBron James on that team. And guess what? LeBron James plays for the Lakers, and they're on the fence about whether or not they would want Kyrie. Well, Canty, if you need things to work out for you, sometimes you need advice. Yes. And we have our expert in the house. Oh. Diana Rossini is here, and she has the answers. Can she Diana decode the question of Kyrie? No. <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I don't know if Jesus could. Honestly. Oh, wow. I'm Catholic, I can say. Wow. That. I don't know if he could. I really don't. And I love, you know, he can do a lot of things. He can do water into wine. Yeah, I don't know if he can figure out Kyrie. He, wa- he walked on water. <laughs> the answers that you need, your life advice that you need, send your questions in. Hashtag Dear Diana. We will answer them in moments with Diana Rossini. Plus, she was there for Aaron Rodgers this week. She answers those questions as well. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greeny. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. I was walking out to practice today, and we, you know, the media is here always doing little videos and different things and the video was some do your best jersey shore impression and, and i just i just kind of laughed to it and then cj uzama was walking next to me and he said he never watched the show i said well, how can you not watch the show one of the greatest shows back when mtv used to actually you know have content on it it's phenomenal how is it possible that among the celebrities that aaron Rodgers has dated jaywell has not been one of them that's i mean at least one of them aaron Rodgers and snooki that would have been entertaining 
mm. at the very least. Mm. Entertaining. That's all I care about. Entertainment, yeah. I, yeah. I don't care about the love connection for him. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I just want to be entertained. It's It'd Canty. be made for TV, no doubt. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Were you in the room for that yesterday? I was, and I, I wanted to raise my hand and say, you know, if you need a tour of the state of New Jersey, I feel like the ambassador of the state, I would be the perfect person to give a tour. Um, I actually suggested to someone recently with the Jets that Snooki should actually give him a tour. Like, yeah. they should call her up. She lives in Jersey still. And just have her show him the spots. Yeah. Because he knows nothing about it. He knows Teterboro and, and the Jersey Shore uh, show. So you, he, he needs to know more than a, you know. Seeing Aaron Rodgers walking into DJs. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> that? Friday night, Memorial Day weekend, oh, Aaron Rodgers at Same. DJs. Forget about it. I, I don't even know what would happen. The place would catch fire probably. Cause he would just <laughs> go nuts. Like, that, see, that, that's what he should do. I, I think he did an interview recently where he said he's going to the Taylor Swift concert at MetLife this weekend. Forget MetLife. Go down the shore. Yeah. It's where all the action is anyway right now. All you're going to be doing, all the signs are out in Jersey already for massive traffic nightmares on Friday and Saturday. No chance. Diana Rossini, of course, ESPN NFL reporter. And I'm a Tay-Tay guy. I love Taylor Swift, but no, not going to happen. I'm not spending that kind of money. Um, uh, Let's just start there. Uh, My my little Swifty over here. Right. You can see it in his eyes. You know, it's not so just... Briefly, it's not just that there are 70,000 people in the stadiums on this tour. There are 40,000 people outside the stadiums it's un- on this it's tour. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So I actually turned down an opportunity of my really good girlfriend of mine for my birthday. got me tickets to see her in Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and I, I turned it down. And this, Chris, this is, this is why we're getting old together, because mm. the thought of just all of it. Oh, yeah overwhelms me. I said, you know, I'm tired. Like football season's kind of getting quiet now. Yep. I don't know if I want all that around me. At Three this and point. a half hours. The bachelorette capital of the world. Yes. And oh. then ha- add a Taylor Swift it, concert it, on top much. of it. Too much. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I I did have FOMO because they were sending me videos with them down. It was and awesome. It, it, it was awesome. <laughs> she actually told me two days ago that, <laughs> this is so dramatic, that the concert changed the dynamic of the group. That they, she found, she has found since then, they've all gotten closer and they're sharing more. I'm like, what'd you do with this concert? What right. drugs do you take? Because I'm glad I did not go. Did so, they, did they take ayahuasca together? Right. Like, like what are they doing? Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's going to be absolutely wild. Look, I'm hoping there are tons of people that go to see Taylor Swift this weekend at MetLife because then there won't be that much traffic headed down to the shore, yes, to the beaches. Yeah, be a mess. That, that's that's with, a yeah. good way to kind of see it for those that are headed down there. Let's, let's fingers crossed for you. Okay, so your first couple of days uh, around Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, the ankle, whatever, not a big deal, but yeah. what are your impressions so far? Yeah, no, the, the ankle thing, it was more just disappointing, right? Because we finally were going to get a chance to see him in the offense. And I, I'm so excited to just see what it's going to look like. If it's going to look similar to Green Bay, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, obviously we've seen a little bit, but from what I can gather, just from hearing him talk, from hearing Coach Sala talk and even Aaron Rodgers, there's things that we've never seen that Hackett has, that there are things in his playbook that he's never revealed before, that they're hoping to to apply it to this team that could have a potentially very good ground game mm. uh, and obviously some really good receivers. But I think right now the story with it, him being there four weeks in and saying that he just is pretty much in love with this situation and he seems so happy. Uh, it was refreshing. He's refreshed, but even to just cover him right now and hear him talk and stand up there, who doesn't want to be around a happy person, right? Yeah. I and mean, you could feel it. I, 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 the whole vibe in the room when he was talking was, this person wants to be here. 
And the questions of being all in, that, that we're so past that. He's all in. Yeah. And I know that for a fact because of what he's doing in the building, in the meeting room, on the field. Things I'm hearing from, from coaches and from players about how he's just setting a very high expectation and a, and a new standard for the New York Jets. So, Diana, to that end, you talked about him being all in. You guys were kicking around the idea of what a successful season looks like for the Jets on Get Up This Morning. How is it anything other than a title for the Jets, considering what they gave up for him in draft capital and what the Jets have to pay him contractually? Yeah, I mean, Robert Salas said it in his press conference. There are only, you know, six to nine teams that could win a Super Bowl. Yeah, about a quarter of the league every year. And and he said they should be one of them, which Uh I thought that quote, by the way, slid right under. I thought that was pretty strong stuff there because that's the expectation. These guys are not operating right now. Let's just have a good season. You know, let's just go 500. They are trying to go all the way. Um, You know, and and they're going to lean in on the quarterback that's done it before. They're going to lean on the four-time MVP. And I think that's a really good thing, right? Because I think it can be looked at uh, several different ways. I think some may say, well, why are the Jets giving him so much control? Why are they giving him the keys? Is there dysfunction? No. This is what a smart organization does. They bent over backwards to get this future Hall of Famer in the building. Now he's in the building. Let's do everything that makes him happy, that makes him comfortable, so everyone else can have success. We heard yesterday, it's Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter joining us, uh, that Patrick Mahomes admitted he's thinking about legacy. And we know that Patrick Mahomes wants to win championships. But it was a little bit surprising to hear him use that word. Did that... When you heard that, what did you think? I, the legacy didn't trip me up. What tripped me up was him talking about uh, not caring about money. Well, when you sign a historical contract, yeah. of course, you're sitting on a pile of it. And probably going to get another contract. to get some more in the next it's couple very months. very easy yeah. to – he wasn't saying that four years ago, right? <laughs> um, and look, this is Patrick who, who is – conducted himself, um, you know, as, a, as the ultimate pro and has been obviously the face of the Kansas City Chiefs and will continue to be uh, and, and respected. But I, I believe him to be that type of football player. He cares about that stuff. He consumes all of this. Uh, he is a gigantic fan of ESPN, not because I, he loves sports. He loves the history of football. I've heard him talk about it. I've had conversations with him about it. So, so I do think legacy is part of him. I think the difficult part of hearing the word legacy is that he's still so young, right? You think legacy, you think of older players thinking about going up. Yeah. But, but it's actually, I believe it's smart of him to start thinking about this now. If, if he truly wants to leave a gigantic footprint, which I think we, we all feel pretty good that he's going to probably wind up doing that in the league. Yeah, I mean, it was within the context of talking about the contract, and he said it's not about being the highest-paid player. It's about legacy and making sure the team mm-hmm. can put the right pieces around him. Now, speaking of teams putting the right pieces around him, Lamar Jackson got the business of the contract taken care of, and the Ravens have surrounded him with weapons. Odell Beckham Jr., drafted Zay Flowers in the first round, Nelson Aguilar, Bateman and Duvernay hopefully coming back healthy, not to mention Mark Andrews. What have you heard about what that offense looks like? Where is Lamar at? And overall, what the expectations for that franchise are going into this season? Yeah, so the, the, the headline right now is that they are looking to keep him in the pocket more, right? That, that Todd Monken, the, 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 the new offensive coordinator, is changing the way this offense is going to run compared to what we saw with Greg Roman do it, which we know was very run-heavy, which is the strength of Lamar Jackson. So I... I we, we discussed this on the show when, when they made this hire, when they made the change. Um, my, my first question was, why, why Munkin? Why, what does he bring to an athlete like Lamar Jackson with so much talent? 
why are they going to change him? And then now, now it comes out that they're not going to try to change him. They're just going to try to add layers to his game and try to simulate, I think, what Philadelphia is doing. Mm. Right? Do more of that type of game um, versus what we've seen in the past, which is when we saw there were situations where if he was better um, in the pocket in certain situations, maybe they would have had more success. But here's the thing, Chris. I will believe it when I see it. Okay. I, I hear it, right? I hear what they're saying. Like, we want to chain him. He's, I love Lamar's vibe about it. He's happy. He, he's psyched for his receivers. The receivers, are, I'm sure, are excited because we all know that receivers in the league never really wanted to go to Baltimore because nope. they know the type of offense they were doing. I will always go back to the conversations I've had with DCs over the years about preparing for Lamar Jackson and Greg Roman. They were headaches. People hate playing the Ravens. Hate. So they, they can't they can't shy away from what he does well. And, and, and let's hope that they don't. They're a very smart team. But I still want to see this because I think he's going to be naturally inclined to run. Well, she's here. She always answers your questions for any advice you need. She's our life coach. Dear Diana. She's your life coach. I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. <laughs> it's time for Dear Diana with our life coach, Diana Rossini. Tweet your questions using the hashtag Dear Diana. I'm ready to go. Our first question comes from our producer, Cam. Dear Diana, I am headed to Turks and Caicos <laughs> in the next couple of days, and a little birdie told me that you were just there. What would you recommend? Cam, you are going to love it. It is This place is a gem, and I, it's a pretty well-known place, right, yeah. when you guys say that, but yeah. I, I wouldn't call it very popular. So I, I felt like it was the perfect spot because it's right in the middle. It was not crowded at all when I was there last week. Um, so there's a couple uh, boats that you can go on, uh, but don't be deceived if it just says snorkeling because that's not what it is. That's like, uh, they're like basically camouflaging what it really truly is, which is a booze cruise. Yep. Um, so <laughs> do not attempt, do, like don't think you're going out there to see dolphins. Like you're, you're not seeing any of that. You're going to see a you're lot. You're going out there to see something. Right. You're going to see stuff. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's mermaids without tails. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's as good as it gets out there. But yeah, no, we, we had a blast uh, headed into that. No, not knowing what it was going to be. And, and I highly recommend if you want to have a little bit of fun, and look, there's a lot of people going on vacation. You want to just chill, right? But I do think you should spend a few hours getting after it, having some fun, and seeing things that I promise you, you have never seen before. <laughs> so here's the thing. I have actually been on this trip a few times with my family in the past. I am still going with my family now, so there might be some things oh, that, that you you know, maybe saw from across the water or something that I might not be best served to go with uh, no, 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 attending no. with it. my mom and dad. He, 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 no, no, you do. What better way <laughs> to bond with your family than watching things that are so ridiculous and over the top and ah! borderline uncomfortable and inappropriate? It is because you'll never forget it. Like, I can't believe my mom is watching this girl from MSU do yeah. a split. I don't think I her. want to be with her when I'm we're watching telling you. That. I, it's funny because when we were there, there was a family. It was it was a girl, her mother, her mother-in-law, and then their her great grandmother. Think about those ages, right? Yeah. So you're talking like 90, 70, and I think she was 35. 
and they watched all of this. They were having the best time laughing. Oh, I thought you were saying all three generations were doing the dancing that you were talking oh, no, about. They, yeah. That would be they, more entertaining. They were. Oh, but okay. that was after 55 <laughs> rum punches. Yeah. Grandma, let's, let's do body get, shots. Get, let's, <laughs> let, let's, uh, actually, I do. I'll my, my grandma my, how to twerk. <laughs> she was. She had a cane. I swear she had a cane. Oh, my God. She was up on the cane, and she was shaking it better than I ever oh, could my on my God. best, like, crazy, you know, white girl drunk night. Okay. Here's, here's what you have to also be very cautious of in general. Rum punch, right? It's always like, you know, jungle juice. We, we, guys, we all had that in college, right? Yeah. For whatever reason on the island, it spiked even more and tastes even better. So you have to be really careful. They catch up. They catch up. So to you. the rum will punch you in your the face. The rum will punch you in your face. <laughs> I, I, we, we can't get any better than that. We have to wrap no! up. <laughs> Granny on the K target. Exactly. Have, you beat the- I, have, yeah. I have video. Get out on the... <laughs> I do. <laughs> God bless we'll her. Forward that to the Wherever ESPN she is Plus in the folks. world, God bless that woman. <laughs> oh, awesome stuff as usual. Thank you. See, you always bring it. You always, always bring it. Always. You have an open invitation on this show. It is Diana Rossini, Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Panthers are in the finals. Heat on the brink. Which sports towns are actually set up to win the most? We'll explain next. Greeny, ESPN Radio, Series 6M, Channel 80. Greeny, the podcast. A legend. We lost her yesterday, Tina Turner, at the age of 83. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Canty's top five sports towns set up for success. That coming in just five minutes. First, I've, I've got a, a problem that I've got to get to. Every day there are drivers on the road who decide not to buckle their seatbelts. Some of those drivers will be ticketed by law enforcement. Some of those drivers who crash won't make it home. Buckling up is the single most effective way to protect your life in the event of a crash and make it home safely to your loved ones. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Canty, we talked about this on the show yesterday, and Mm. then I had some people reach out to me about it last night. Yeah. And there are absolutely many varying opinions on what's going on here about being able to talk about TV shows and the whole spoiler bit. Yeah. So, as we know, Succession is coming to an end this Sunday. Mm -hmm. It is a great, great show. It is a show that has... Captured America in many ways. I'm not going to try to compare same levels or whatever, but in a similar way to what The Sopranos did, in a similar way to Breaking Bad shows like that. Yeah, it's a really good show. Well done by Will Ferrell. Exactly. Saw it the other night. I want to talk about what we saw the other night. I, I understood waiting out Monday. But once we get to Tuesday, Wednesday, I feel like the whole spoiler thing... Doesn't that have to go out the window? Nick Friedle was on with us last night. He said you got to wait at least a month because well, that's just being pe- that's just being ridiculous. Yeah, some people don't get a chance to watch it right away, and people tape it and all that stuff. I, I want to get Cam and Bubba here and get their takes because your feeling on this was what? If you have is it forty eight hours? Is it seventy two hours? If I give you forty eight hours, that's me being kind, right? Yeah. I, I think that's more I'm going to talk fair. about it, and if you hadn't seen it, that's a you problem. Right. And there's, I, I get it. There are so many shows that are streaming right now. I, I first turned to Cam as the 25-year-old 
to make me feel like I'm the old man in this. Right. Cam, how long do I have to give people before I can actually talk about this show publicly? So I think when it's a show like Succession that so many people are watching, the onus is on the person who has not seen the episode to avoid the spoilers. If it's like a normal show or something like that people don't care quite as much about, you shouldn't be like too scared of like getting spoilers or anything. I think it's like two or three days, maybe, yeah. uh, especially for a show like this that everyone is talking about and you're going to hear about. If you haven't seen the episode, it's on you to avoid that. You see, this is my point. That's perfect. That's it's exactly it. This is a different level show. It's not me going to... Canty and I talk about shows we're watching all the time off the air. Canty, have you seen this yet? Yes, I'm into that. I've seen up until this point. Okay, I'm going to respect that. Yeah. It's a show that you watch in clumps. Bubba, when it is a show that is going on in the current time and it is catching so much attention, I should not have to wait until the end of the week. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, no, I'm with you. I mean, for Fridell to say a month, I mean, I think he sh- we should ban him from the show. I mean, that's 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 like Orlovsky food take ridiculousness. Yeah, <laughs> that's just insanity. But no, I'm I'm with you and Cam. I think it's it's you're you're well within your right to talk a show. I mean, I don't even watch Succession. I feel like I'm I'm aware of all the stuff because I just hear right. people talking about it, and that's okay because look, I I just didn't watch it. I'll I'll get to it eventually. But that was my fault for not getting watching it right away. So. I think you're well within your right to talk about it the next morning. I would say if you wanted to give a courtesy of one day, I would say that would be the max. Yeah. But anything more than one day, it is absolutely fair game. Okay, with all of that in mind here, yeah. give me 30 seconds on this past week and what you expect on Sunday. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought Kendall has clearly established himself as the guy that's going to succeed their dad. And here's the thing about the spoilers. People get upset. They mentioned the fact that the patriarch Logan Roy dies. Mm-hmm. I just remind folks, the show is titled Succession. <laughs> he was like, always going to die. Like the first episode, he almost died. Yeah, so I just, like you knew that that was going to happen. I didn't spoil anything for you saying that he had died in the final season. Yeah. And we're getting ready to go into the final episode of the show. See, a lot of people have taken Roman losing it at the funeral the other night. Hilarious, as Roman being way. overcome by grief. I almost thought it was overcome by grief, yes, but overcome by just the gravity of the moment. Oh, he was a clown show, though. I mean, he's like, is dad in there? Can yeah. we get him out? He's in his <laughs> coffin. What do you, you want to get a man out of his coffin at his funeral? Oh, my it's God. hilarious, by the way. Okay. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. So let us take ourselves to the green list. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. Canty's top five sports towns set up for success. Number five. All right, I'm actually going to ad lib on this one. I I had Milwaukee as the fifth team or the fifth city. I'm going to cross them out. As much as I love Giannis and the Bucks, as much as I love the direction that the Packers are going and the Brewers playing good baseball, I'm actually going with the Philadelphia sports fans as the top, as the fifth, as the fifth fifth city. In all of this. Bag it, America's Dairyland. Yeah, exactly. We're we're over you, okay? All right, listen. Philadelphia, here's what you got going for you. You got the MVP of the NBA in Joel Embiid. 
Yeah, James Harden's going to walk out of their door. Trust me, they're going to find a way to be aggressive and replace him because they don't want MB to leave. And let's be honest, the Philadelphia sports fans will burn the town down. Yes. So Philadelphia, and do I need to say anything about the Eagles? Of course they're going to be the title contender for the foreseeable future. So Philadelphia sports fans, get excited. You could be celebrating multiple championships across two different sports very, very soon. Number four. The Denver Nuggets. Okay, the De- well, Denver Nuggets are part of the Denver sports scene. Mm-hmm. So Denver sports fans, get excited. Your Nuggets are in the NBA Finals. The Colorado Avalanche with Nathan McKinnon and Miko uh, and, and Georgie out there, that team is poised to compete in the Stanley Cup playoffs for a really long time. And then you have Sean Payton coming on the scene to fix Russell Wilson with the Broncos. So Denver sports fans, things are looking up. Number three. Miami. Mm. I did not want to celebrate the Miami sports scene right now. They've got the Miami Heat poised to go to the NBA Finals. And then you got the Florida Panthers and what they're doing. Uh, I mean, big fella. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, oh, my more. God. I mean, by the, the guy, way, the winner on the play last night. Oh, time. yeah, there it is. It was an awesome play, yeah. play of the day, by the way. Him scoring a goal and the Florida Panthers winning. But, I mean, they're just continuing to roll. They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, Miami, things are looking up for you, too. Number two. Seems odd enough that I'm going to say this, but New York. Oh. And it shouldn't be odd. You know why? Because we have multiple teams in every single sport. And we got three hockey teams here. But all three hockey teams were in the playoffs. I mean, the Mets have the highest payroll in baseball, even though they're 500. They'll figure it out. The Yankees have figured it out, and they're knocking the hell out of the baseball. And then, of course, you got the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers. New York seems poised to compete for multiple championships across multiple sports. But I will say this, this is usually around a time where the rug gets pulled out from under us in New York. Number one. The number one, of course, we have to go with San Francisco. Mm. San Francisco with the San Francisco Warriors now. I guess they were the Golden State Warriors. Now they're San Francisco. It's all weird to me now that they've moved to the Chase Center. And then, of course, the 49ers. Nobody knows who the hell their quarterback's going to be, but we expect to see them in the conference championship game. So San Francisco, I think they're poised to win championships across multiple sports. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's completely fair. That's the uh, list. I, I need for America to please stop, dis- stop disrespecting the Miami Heat. Stop. Stop disrespecting the Miami Heat. I think I speak for all of Heat Nation and Heat culture when I tell you that you're out of line and that you really need to be ready for what's about to hit again tonight, even without Gabe Vincent, who, by the way, has been ruled out of this game, confirmed by ESPN. The one town that I I think that could have been in there could have been Dallas, but you don't have the Cowboys making the playoffs this coming year. I don't. So I understand why they were out. Luka is not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, they bring back Kyrie. I don't know if they, I don't think it's going to work with Kyrie if they can get somebody else. Uh, and then listen, you believe in your Rangers a little bit for the moment. Okay, a little bit, All right. not fully, but at least things look better for the first time DeGrom. in years. Yeah, it's Grom. Grom. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, except he's injured. <laughs> what a shock. That's your guy. Yeah. I, listen, they're actually winning games. They're 31-18. and 18. Maybe Dallas could have been there, but stop disrespecting the Heat. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.